0: me. very proud to be sponsored by the astute and highly entertaining webcomic called Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow is produced by Woody Compton and Kelly Shane. The eight panel comic describes the ever less outlandish and ever more like real life goings on at the Zorro television channel. Is This Tomorrow is available at isthistomorrow.com and on Facebook by searching for, you guessed it, Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow? And That Record Got Me High. Present Jean Jacques Brunel of the Stranglers, being interviewed in 1977 about the decline of camaraderie and the rise of the orthodoxy.
1: 1977. Well, it was in 77, it got very competitive and very. how can I put it? You know, when there is a new orthodoxy, yeah. it uh, destroys all the previous orthodoxies, mm-hmm. and it becomes as corrupt as the previous. You know, the, yeah. um, to quote a, a Who song, the old, the new boss is just like the old boss. Mm-hmm. And uh, in '76, all the bands were more friendly, and um, I remember Joe Strummer crying on my shoulder saying he wished he had a band like The Stranglers. Come on. Because he was in a band called The 101ers. Yeah, 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 pub rock sound, were, yeah. They were just a pub rock uh, rhythm yeah. blues band. Mm. And he was crying on my shoulder when we played with uh, Patty Smith. Yeah. Uh, wanting to have a band like us. Um, mm. And you know, a lot of these bands were coming to see us, and, and they were friends, and they were, well, we were kind of friendly. You know, we were yeah. drinking the same pub before. But after everyone had record contracts, and people were laying down this new orthodoxy, saying, you know, uh, oh, the Stranglers have got a synthesizer and keyboards, oh, so, you yeah. know, and, and they're a bit older, and they, and they admit to smoking grass and stuff, and we don't. It was all bullshit, of course, you <laughs> know. And um, I, I didn't want to have anything to do with these people. And then, of course, we were more successful in The Clash and The Sex Pistols, so it was all kinds of other bullshit the they watch
2: are we rolling hey man you know you know uh, Alright, welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High That is Barry Stock That is Rob Elba I feel really bad when I listened to the last episode I totally forgot to introduce you yeah, sorry. at the beginning I reminded you, so you like, did whatever, me, yeah. you know uh, it, was a, it never happened again I'm a big girl Yeah can take it. <laughs> Alright this is uh, The show we're doing tonight Is a special show special. In place of uh, Russell Are you going to throw him Under the guests. bus <laughs> I'm going to totally Throw our guest Russell Mofsky Was supposed to be the guest But apparently he forgot That he was scheduled To go to banjo camp Really, and we thought. Well, we have another guest, Kathy Demaro. That oh, she was that We had a bumper, so maybe she could do it. No, because she's at a flute convention. Yeah, right. So it's these summertime. are our our
0: friends, yeah, friends the teenagers, <laughs> they come. the 50 something teenagers, banjo
2: camp and a flute, flute convention.
0: Although uh, Barry, don't
2: you, don't you have a harmonica symposium yeah, yeah, coming exactly. up?
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. I got a skin flute convention. <laughs> Later on, later on tonight, ladies. So anyway... In a and that's panic. appropriate for this episode, I think.
2: Yes. Oh, Ben, before we start anything, let's do some uh, Patreon shout-outs to our newest patrons. We have Mr. Mark Dubin.
0: Thank you, Mark. Yes. Despite is, what we said to you all on the messages, we really do appreciate it.
2: We do appreciate it, and we love you, and he's going to be a guest soon on the show. And also, Mr. Jeffrey Weaver is Thank a new you, patron, Jeffrey. and I think he's also going to be a guest He is going to be a Jeff's guest so on the show. A little something to think about if you go to patreon.com forward slash slash TRGMH, you'll get the shout-out, and then and maybe, you can, maybe yeah. more. Maybe yeah, more. Yeah, maybe you more. You never know. Maybe more. Um, it's like speed dating. <laughs> all right, so when we were in a mad panic because of the Russell going to banjo camp. Well, we it just, wasn't
0: really a mad panic, but we did, we did have a brief five-minute interlude of what, what are we going to do? What
2: are we going to do? But we have, there's a couple of records we have yeah. in our back pocket yeah, that yeah, we both, sure. the last time, remember, we had to do this, we did a Minutemen. Double, oh, nickel right, double Nickels right Double Nickels Because there's Over some coffee records coffee and bagels Yeah Right Because there's some records Like when, when we were first Talking about this We, say, we oh, would say Oh we we'll get to oh, do that record Yeah yeah, yeah This is one and, <laughs> yeah. and we found out like, And this is one of the records Black and White We found out that we both yeah. Like love this the, record
0: By the Stranglers
2: Yes The Stranglers Black and White We love the, the cover, cover. <laughs> We love Everything about the record The music the, the, and, and, the and The lyrics Everything, everything
0: about it's great And it's um Unsung It's underrated It's it's one of those records that, um, it's like that Voivod record. It's like, eh, you know, critics go,
2: you know, uh, yeah, their first eh, two their records, first two were, records better, were better, better. And yeah. you know what?
0: I listened to their first two records today, and I, I don't think so.
2: I don't think so either, I've, no. I've, I mean, I've, they're they're okay, they're, they're good, but they're not, this was the start, and they had a yeah, couple of really good yeah, records yeah. in a row that were just, like, amazing. Yes. But yeah, n- not just this record, but the band itself a lot of people are saying now that they, why are they sort of the forgotten band uh, of that th- exactly. era? Because I, in fact, I read some article by some maniac that that contended that this is the first. Post punk record. Is this I could I could see that. Because this came before a P.I.L., it, did. it came before it that. Did. It came before like uh, New Order. Yep, uh, no, I mean oh, Joy sure. Division, Joy Division. Yeah, came, yeah, before sure. Joy Division. Uh, yeah, came before Joy Division. yeah, live came before
0: Entertainment, Gang of Four.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: But these guys are
2: they, they're they were older <laughs> there was uh, yeah there's there's a great on on the stranglers Wikipedia there's a great quote as to why they were sort of they, yeah because they were around they were like a, a pub 74 rock. yeah yeah, yeah 74,
0: pub rock band the Guilford stranglers right right but then they sort of but n- in. none of them lived in Guilford it turned out oh really yeah, yeah but no. they were called the Guilford Stranglers I guess that's where the bar was but
2: they started playing with these bands that were coming up on the punk scene so they were sort of in with the punk scene but they never they they were they were never considered part of the scene because because of because of their age they were a little older than everyone, and also because they people felt they they played their instruments too well
0: yeah right they were <laughs> they could actually play yeah um, yeah they were too good, but they have an and they have an attitude that is distinctly punk rock attitude.
2: Oh, they do more than anyone because but these
0: But that, uh, right, that's maybe that's part of the problem is that they, they live scared, it, I think They, they scared, scared people. people. And
2: and also their early stuff a lot of people point out that it's, a lot of it's sexist it's, and, oh and misogynistic. Genistic, yeah. But also you got to you can never uh you can never ignore the fact that they were also into absurdist humor oh, yeah. and there's a lot of that they're going fucking on around. So they don't give they but they're people that won't give a fuck about what anyone no. thinks if you know. No. They're they you know people say they, oh everyone's peace. They're the most un-PC. Yeah, they uh, were very...
0: Well, it, it, from a, from a um, sexual standpoint, yes, they were unpc. pc um, They're all... I think they're a very clever bunch of guys. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. I don't think right, you end right. up making uh, records like this and records like they, that. Uh, the records that came after this, um, or even some of their stuff off their first couple of records. Um, there's a wit at work... That goes beyond um, just being, you know, uh, um, a yabo. Oh basically. yeah, right,
2: right, right. Taking the piss. Uh, yeah, they're they're definitely. Um, but but also they were just they're they they were also kind of. I, I don't want to say uh, louts, but they were definitely. Yeah, sure. Um,
0: <laughs> they were. They lived it. I mean, yeah, they, they lived, lived it, it. Right. You know, they didn't. Um, they hated journalists. They would yes, uh, they would give yes. journalists shit and right. that, that and they didn't care about making it in America.
2: No, right. They didn't
0: they didn't give a shit about America no, or anything like, like that.
2: No, no. They didn't they didn't like the whole punk trapping, like the spinning and all that punk. They were they, not down no, with that, any of no. that at all. Like fuck all that,
0: you know. But you see some live footage of them from this era or from anywhere from you know 77, 78. They are they're an amazing live act. But they do have that aspect that they can really play. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Um, does set them apart. And right. Jet Black, the drummer, was already in his. 40s. He was
2: in his mid thirties when they started. Seventy four, he was already in his mid thirties. Already was a successful businessman. Uh, he had, a businessman. A, he had
0: ice cream <laughs> b- trucks, <laughs> and he had owned a bar, right, and, right? You know where they would practice,
2: right? So, the, but by the, by the time they started getting uh, well known, and and uh, another thing about the Stranglers that people don't know, they they were big. They were like one of the biggest punk bands of that time. They were actually, some huge hits. Yeah, they had they had well, big and, the, hits. and the
0: classic. I mean, Gold, Golden Brown.
2: Well, yeah, the. Late Which is
0: from 81. It's right. Right. It's it's actually not that far away from this. It's not.
2: It's not. Yeah, they definitely got... uh, They they just did... uh, uh, what I always respect about them is they did whatever the hell they wanted Apparently, to Apparently, yeah. They got some of their they, – they became very uh, – the music became a lot more sophisticated. Yeah, yeah.
0: And synthesizer-driven.
2: Yes, and yes, yes. They but they still always from... kept their edge, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. Gold, the Golden Brown, the song. Golden Brown, the, it's about yeah. heroin. And right, But, right. you know,
0: they sort of became, oh, it was about a woman I knew had brown yeah. skin. No. And then it's finally the stink- said,
2: well, it, it's, both. <laughs> it, it's both. It's both. Yeah. It's
0: really – and uh, it's not the only song they wrote about heroin. No, and, no,
2: no. So they they weren't afraid uh, to dabble in dark subjects. Some of the stuff on did. this record it's is very dark, really dark.
0: Really dark. But and, it's approached with a literate um, – there's a literary quality to um, their approach to it that it, both from uh, um, Hugh Cornwell and Jean-Jacques Brunel – that I mean, he was a classically trained cellist, the bass player. Oh, right, right. And uh, and uh, Cornwell was a wasn't he like a uh, professor? Yeah, yeah he, he, he's <laughs> like – You know, so these guys were. Um, yeah. They were two. That, that, there was a certain classism. They in weren't punk. idiots. <laughs> well, that's there's a certain classism in punk rock, right? That, exactly. Where, oh exactly. well, I you know, do you know he's a you know he's a professor? I remember when he was a teacher. But when they bring it, they bring it, and the it's um. They don't sound like anybody else, but people after them definitely picked up, I'm going to say XTC, the first couple of XTC records. Oh, right, right. Um, and also,
2: I was thinking Joy Division, when I listened to this now and I realized how much the bass, how much oh, J.J. Yeah. J. J. Brunel's bass oh, yeah. is like the lead instrument. Yeah. That's something totally that, uh, that, that exactly. happened with Joy Division. Yep. And this is the first time I ever remember hearing a band where the bass was sort taking of taking the so lead. Well, there's two lead things front.
0: going on with the Stranglers because there's... Um, Dave Greenfield, the keyboard player, has got he's playing fills that are like '60s psych punk right, organ right, fills. Right,
2: some of it doorsy, some of it very doorsy, like
0: Dorsey. But there's also um, question mark and Mysterians, the Music Machine. Yes, yes. those bands that are uh, you know were driven by the Seeds that had that kind of um, '60s psych you know punk sound that's in there and then John, John Jacques Brunel is playing this really aggressive bass but he's playing really interesting things and he's driving a song right. with the melodies that he's playing and uh, you know you Cornwell a lot of times is just playing a rhythm guitar but when he solos it sounds like um, it sounds like either uh, um, guitar player from the doors Robbie uh, oh, uh, uh, Krieger? Robbie, Robbie Krieger? Krieger, yeah, okay. Or, or Tom Verlaine, or it's got that 60. So they, and they, another reason they probably were excluded is they have distinctly, you can find references in things that punks were supposedly. You know, tossing away.
2: Right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the things they did, you can go back uh, to the '60s, but definitely they just had this this edge that they put on top of it. And oh this yeah, heaviness. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, it's totally. Awesome. Yeah, that's distinctly that.
2: And that I remember when I first heard them, I actually got the. Raven, that the album after right, this, the Raven right. was the first record I got by them, and I really liked it. I remember I just liked the cover, and I looked at it and I said, "This guy right. I said these guys have got to be good." Yeah. And then I love that, and then I got the Black and White record with the marble. Did you get the, uh, one yeah, with the, the, the marble, marble, marble? Yeah. yeah at the one time vinyl. I had marble vinyl. Oh, black I and know. White. I yes, don't so have it either. Yeah,
0: yeah. I would sell records and I tape them and sell them. I sold sell all them. my
2: records I was, like, you
0: know, I didn't have a lot of money, and I'd be like, "I want another record," so tape that one, go trade this one in.
2: I know it's sad. the
0: cover of Black and White is my favorite album cover of all time I've I've said that before on the show and I've posted it it's a black and white photo of them in a uh in a studio,
2: right? But with a total white, white background, so it's blown hard out to white even background. tell. It looks like they're almost floating. Right. Jean
0: Jacques Brunel, is. They're all wearing black. Jean Jacques Brunel is squatting down and looking up at the camera. Right. Um. You Cornell's Cornwell's, his head, his head is, head hanging is down, down, so it
2: looks like he doesn't have a head. Right. Yes. And I remember when I got it, I didn't know who the band was. I thought uh, of course, uh, Jet Black was the main Jet, guy, the singer. Jet, the drummer the-
0: is standing there in a trench coat, <laughs> yeah, just staring at the photographer.
2: Yeah, and he looks like the leader of the band. <laughs> he, he does. He does.
0: <laughs> And, and Dave Greenfield is just like standing there in with a leather that mustache jacket and a mustache, <laughs> and it just has a menacing quality that carries yes. through to the to the. It's one of those records where the the cover matches what happens inside. Oh yeah,
2: I now remember perfectly. staring at it. And they and they said they want to do that. They recorded this record in the winter, um, yeah, in, uh, in a and,
0: very short period of time. Yeah, right. Like two um, days or something like they went in and, and spent recording it or.
2: Yeah. So uh, and and uh, the album was divided into two sides. There was a white side and a oh, black side. side. Yeah. So one and it's funny because the white side isn't that isn't no. like it's all it, white. No, no, and, it's not. Uh, and light.
0: But the I book, think that was just a convenience.
2: <laughs> but the black side is dark. dark. It has yeah, yeah. the Very darker dark. of the songs. It does. Songs. Yeah. And you have a you looking you have something. Well, you uh, um, we
0: bought uh, Rob and I together, or have bought a book um, by a guy named Phil Knight called Strangled: Identity, Status, Structure. And the Stranglers, where he goes into um he talks about what's um, his name?
2: What's the author's name again?
0: Phil Knight. Phil Knight. And uh K-N-I-G-H-T. And he talks about the um in the I'm not that far into the book, but about the sort of significance of the Stranglers and why they were not considered part of the um the Pantheon. And it has to do with their embrace of um the dark side of certain things, like um the occult UFOs. Um, and right. they were pretty open about their interest in those things, and he he says it's from a societal perspective, they made themselves unacceptable to even the supposedly you know enlightened oh, the, the punk
2: rockers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well these guys scared the shit out of us. Right, right. They were,
0: and they were really into it. So they this were, record, right. uh, some of this record, they talk about. Um, the rest of the band discovered that Jet Black was reading um, UFO magazines. And they were. They thought, "Oh, this is pretty interesting." And they really, they two they, records they really bought into it. They <laughs> did. The, the record after the Raven is oh, a the, gospel, the gospel According, according to, to Men to the in, men in black.
2: black. That's an amazing record. It's an amazing it
0: record, is. and it's very. It's not straightforward at all, but it's about UFOs and Men in Black and um, a phenomenon that they were um, either. Um, Experiencing or hoping to experience
2: Right, right, and there's also, there's a tie-in I'm not going to mention it yet, but there's a tie-in with another band The way they were so in- enamored with that, with the UFO and everything That I'm, that I'm not going to mention, okay. it's going to come up later in the okay. episode But let's uh, let's get into this record proper We start with the white side, and this record opens up with a bang, man It opens up with a bang Let's hear the first song called Tank
0: The opening tracks on records don't get a lot more compelling than that.
2: I know. It's like how do how do you not want to just listen to the rest of this uh, record
0: from that song? Fantastic. Um and it's a song about um someone in the military who is um thinking about the significance of the fact that they can that they have this weapon of mass destruction right,
2: right, at yeah. their
0: disposal and just the the um the sort of repercussions of that. Um,
2: Yeah, can you see the bullet's high velocity? It can blow a man's arm off at the count of three. If I get my hands on one of those, I'm something to watch out for.
0: (laughs) I can drive my very own tank. I don't care where they send me now. Send picture postcards to my old mother and father, so when I come home, they'll have something to be proud of. I can drive my very own tank. Um. Yeah. And,
2: and and the middle part, it's got those uh, crazy synths, which yeah, yeah. this is real early for synths to be coming on a record.
0: Well, especially on a punk record. Right, like, right. Because, exactly. oh, yeah, Emerson, yeah, Lake, and Palmer. True. Yeah, yeah. Played, and this is where, also on Tank, where he, you get the Doors feel. Like oh, def, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, absolutely yeah, the Doors um, are definitely... Yeah, yeah. Um, Something they go back to over and over. But
2: you know, it's funny. Dave Greenfield insists that he he hadn't heard the doors at all when they. Well, <laughs> that he, he may not have,
0: him. but whoever wrote, you know, you know, Hugh Cornwell or Jean-Jacques Brunel, somebody had heard the doors because the changes and the way. I think so. I think uh, so. I yeah. think probably Hugh usually Cornwell, it was
2: either you or uh, JJ that that wrote. And a, and a lot of these songs, it's funny. One of them would write the music, and one of them would write the lyrics. lyrics.
0: Yeah, um, and you can tell there's very distinctive uh, difference. Uh, uh, Brunel has a much more um, gruff voice. He sings the songs that are really yeah. gruff. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah. and
2: Uccornell uh, um, is more like the crooner. A little,
0: yeah. And he, <laughs> but became he still much, got a real gruff voice. He, he became much more so later on. He became
2: much more of a singer. And and also oddly enough, in like 1990, basically he decided. I mean, nope, they've they been it. very successful. He said, "We've done all we could do," and he left the band. And they kept going. They got these two guys to replace him. It took two guys to replace him. And you know what? The records, have you listened to the later stuff with the guys? It's not bad. No, but it's It's not bad. But it's just, you 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 really miss the... Yeah, he's Cornwell.
0: Cornwell, He's... You know, it was a, it was hard the, to it was a unit. It was a it, it unit. It
2: was. It really was. And I guess it wasn't always easy to work together. They weren't no, always... I'm sure yeah. these
0: guys were... Yeah, but, and the more access they had to money and drugs and oh, misbehavior... Oh, yeah, drugs were a big... Yeah, well, yeah. according to an article I read, this was the record where they transitioned from just beer and pot to having access to cocaine.
2: Exactly, exactly. And right, it's yeah. sort
0: of borne out in the, the intensity of the record. I uh, think the record so, has yeah. got has got this really angular intensity
2: it really does all right all right let's get into the second song this is the appropriately titled nice and sleazy
1: we came across the west sea we didn't have much idea of the kind of climate waiting we used our guidance like the children of a preacher like a dry tree seeking water or a daughter nice and sleazy nice and sleazy does it
2: That me and Barry are both playing fierce air, air bass. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no yeah, air bass, air bass
0: because that's <laughs> he's he's driving the song. He is
2: that bass line and um, just that that drum. I will have you know the the one drum beat that I could play is that drum, <laughs> I could play
0: that drum beat on the drum. It's I, funny, I, I my drum beat is I could play. There's a a Minutemen song I can play the drum beat. For. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah no, I could play off of nice and double nickels. Um, so this is starts to get into the um the sort of use of mythical. Uh, He likes
2: to bring that uh, in a lot Imagery Imagery But also Did you read also What this is about though Their experiences with the Amsterdam Hells Angels
0: Oh yeah 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 In in the autumn
2: of 77 (laughs) So yeah It starts out very poetic We came across the West Sea We didn't have much idea Of the kind of climate waiting we used, used
0: our hands for guidance like the children of a preacher, like a dry tree seeking water. Or, or a daughter, a nice, nice and sleazy. sleazy.
2: Yeah. And uh, nice and sleazy is sort of a play on the nice and easy, right? Yes, the, uh, of course. The uh, Sinatra, the Frank Sinatra thing. <laughs> yeah, of which course. I, there was a rumor that Frank Sinatra was considering suing, suing them. them. <laughs> <laughs> but he decided not. But by the last verse— It would have been better
0: if he had just done a version of this song.
2: <laughs> oh, right, yeah. That would
0: be—oh, he killed this song. Oh, my It'd God, Yeah.
2: By the last verse, it's funny, and I never knew this, uh, the Hells Angel connection makes sense, but I didn't know about the Hells Angel connection until recently, but it says, because it says, an an angel came from outside, had no halo, had no father with a coat of many colors, colors like the gangs, they wear the, uh, the colors. Well,
0: also had a father with a coat of many colors, Joseph. Get his father in the Bible. I know oh, more about the Bible than oh so, wait, yeah, that's right yeah. I don't know. The it's Bible. a biblical thing. Oh, and okay. so and, Joseph, and they're
2: also big on that. They throw in a lot of biblical. Because right,
0: Joseph's father gave him a coat of many colors, and his brothers beat him up and stole the coat. Oh, he and spoke left brothers, dead.
2: many, whining woman's song of plenty. He, he began to write a chapter in his story. Uh, nice and
0: sleazy. Um, so I don't know the exact story of the angels, but I'm sure it was. It ended probably with them. Running for their lives? Was it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think they kind of party down with them, but then they realized these angels these guys were like, are really bad. Yeah, yeah they, exactly. I think that's what it was. I think
0: the Stranglers, they flirted with being really bad, but you, ne- they none of them went to prison. Oh, no, no. Well, no, they did. You, though. Actually. Later on, uh,
2: JJ. Well, JJ. Brunell uh, wound up in jail a couple times for um, disorderly conduct and for because he would get in fights. Right, he, he wouldn't take shit from someone. Right. Like right. if he a punk spit out. on him, yeah. he'd go because he was also really big into um, uh, martial arts. He, oh right. he's like a third degree black well, belt. Right,
0: and that comes up later in the record. There's a there Japanese uh, thing exactly, yeah.
2: uh, but there's also a famous performance at. Uh, uh, um, Battersea Park. It's hard to find because it gets taken down a lot. But in 1978, they played Battersea Park, and when they played this song, they brought out strippers, strippers. both oh, yeah. male There's and pictures. female yeah. strippers uh, during the song. Right, egalitarian.
0: And was, they brought strippers of both yeah. both sexes.
2: But apparently, it was very shocking. <laughs> but it just, but it, but it helped them. It helped the single, and it helped everything. Yeah, yeah of course. Because
0: they uh, uh, nice and sleazy does it every time. Yep.
2: Uh, in fact, they're live. They have a live album uh, excerpt that I got to live excerpt, and the cover of it is a black glove, and in the glove is a is a is a, a torn out article that says "Stranglers Nude Horror Shock. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that's kind of uh, nice. yes. So the Stranglers are not for the faint of heart,
2: right? Right. No, not not at all. Not at all. But they're great. They are great. And are this great.
0: next song ha- is um has a uh, is. Conceptual.
2: This song is haunting to me. This song uh, to me, it is. is. It's very very haunting.
0: haunting.
1: Somewhere outside Tokyo, invented time. To carry on, they'd like to buy one. And, oh, it's just, I, I never get tired of this whole it's, record.
2: It's, 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 it's just so good. because
0: it's if it, they're discussing um, the fact that the idea that the actual beginning of time, someone had to invent time, Invent
2: timekeeping, and, right? Yes, and, yeah, yes. And invention of how it, it changed. Impacted mankind Like Totally A watch Right
0: Watches um, allow everything Or the timekeeping Allows our society To become industrialized Right And it sort
2: of makes us all Prisoners uh, to the the clock Of the clock All of a sudden Of course Instead
0: of just Oh You know Show up when the sun is At a certain point in the sky It's Oh no You gotta be here at 3.30 Or you're fired (laughs) Right
2: Right (laughs) And it's a real simple song It's not many It's almost It's almost Like a haiku A little more than A a haiku Yeah But um, uh, 50 million watches with a strap to sell, 50 million watches with a strap to sell. If if people wanted proof proof to carry carry on, on, they'd they'd like like to buy buy one. one.
0: Somewhere outside Tokyo invented time. Someone in a factory invented time. If they should ever sell out, that would be the end of time. And then it ends in a round with him singing in a round, be the end of time. And then he overlaps it. It's a great tune. It's oh, great. It's fantastic. So good.
2: And then the the bass in it, clearly the the lead instrument again is the bass. Again, is yeah. the bass and it's just, uh, oh, he's man. Playing, he's so playing,
0: the, playing the melodic
2: part of yes. the song. And now we get a song. This is apparently you uh, did some school, uh, spent some time in Sweden going to school. And apparently, as most people, you would think, how could anyone have anything bad to say about Sweden? Oh yeah, no,
0: no. Well, (laughs) they also discovered—I don't know if you know this—before we start this. Oh no,
2: we're not. Oh wait, am I doing the wrong one? Sweden.
0: Let me tell you about Sweden.
2: That is the next one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah.
0: Um, All's quiet on the Western Front. Sweden. All quiet on the Western Front. Is that they um, went to Sweden and had apparently in Sweden there's a um, there was a group of. Um, extremely conservative, um, like rockabilly, rocker.
2: Oh, right. What were they called? I can't remember
0: the name. <laughs> and But they they beat them up and destroyed, destroyed all their equipment. Destroyed their equipment, and, yes. And ran had to run for their lives. Right. The, only, uh, the only shit that, like that happened to the Stranglers. Yep. So let's hear a little bit of All Quiet on the Eastern Front.
1: On the Eastern Front. One, at a minimum. The Eastern Front. So I love this. The only so much. country,
0: Big Brother's only country where the clouds are interesting. <laughs> the reason the clouds are interesting because everything else is boring.
2: Right. And that's <laughs> the thing. He apparently he found their uh, their complacency and the uh, well what uh, you do. Know, what do um like off putting to him?
0: You know, what do um what do vegan cannibals eat?
2: What? Swedes. <laughs> uh, all right. So he's got, there's a really d- telling line in this too, because it says uh, fluctuations at a minimum hypochondriac tombstone. Then he says, sense so, of humor going to stray. stray somewhere. Okay.
0: So do you know the hypochondriac tombstone? He's being very, very clever there.
2: Oh, is he? he okay. It, the, he was so clever, it went over my head. What it's is?
0: okay. You would have to know, this is, he's talking about this philosopher Sorn Kierkegaard, Famous existential <laughs> Swedish philosopher. Of course he was. Who was a, a, just, who was a terrible hypochondriac. Oh, and so. Um, you. you. And <laughs> fluctuations in a minimum, that's their, there's managed economy. Um, so everything is kept sort of at, at a certain level. Right, just Don't right. get too excited. Nothing's going to get too bad. <laughs> exactly, Nothing's going to get too yeah, good. Yeah, right. But um, cumulus nimbus, nimbus floats by, um, all quiet on the eastern front. Uh, Big Brother says it's the place to go.
2: <laughs> too much time to think, too, <laughs> too little, little to, to do. do. So it's so <laughs> funny. Some a, a place that you would think some people would say, oh, this is paradise. You right. did not it's find a it Song, paradise. Yes,
0: it's a, it's a critique of Sweden, uh, the Socialist Society, uh, circa 1978.
2: Um, all right, so let's uh, let's take. We're about halfway. Uh, my drink's about just about AMO done. Too. And when it's just me and, and me, Rob, and
0: I both really need a drink. We today. do. We had
2: rough days. We both had we rough did. days today. Yes, I feel like did. when we don't have guests, we drink even more. When we don't have,
0: yeah, guests, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah, well, we, we have it. to maintain a sense of decorum right, as a person present.
2: That's true. We'll be back in a minute.
0: That record got me high. It's very proud to be sponsored by the astute and highly entertaining webcomic called Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow is produced by Woody Compton and Kelly Shane. The eight panel comic describes the ever less outlandish and ever more like real life goings on at the Zorro television channel. Is This Tomorrow is available at isthistomorrow.com and on Facebook by searching for, you guessed correctly, Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow? And That Record Got Me High present The Stranglers, being interviewed on the French television show Top Pop.
1: What does the word punk mean to you? Say it, please. A movement that is now over. It's over? Uh, Yes. Well, as such. And we were swept along with it, without being actually part of it. Why is everything black? Uh, the drums are yeah, black, yeah. you are black, the colour is black. Why? I don't know. I think we just have an obsession with black things because uh, it's like all my clothes are black. And people say why do you wear always black clothes? It's mm. because I never have to worry about what color clothes to wear, you know. Yeah, destroying mess. What are they? Uh, heroes? Shakespeareos? Tell me. They're four sculptors, as sculptor. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, all sculptors, yeah. Why? Cos we sculpt orally. About always the sun, who gets the job of pushing the up. Well, it's usually the the mad guys, isn't it? Mm. You know, the presidents and the politicians, they get the job. Give me a name. A name? Yeah. Well, I hope they don't push it in my lifetime, but but uh, it's rumoured that uh, there's somebody in America and somebody in Russia who'd like to do it. Yeah. Well, you know who's got the job at the moment. Yeah bosses you know sort of um tell me more about the song always the sun what's it all about um i've got a feeling i've said this before to someone i can't think where it was now anyway Mm -hmm. um it's it's about waking up in the morning and thinking thank god the sun is still shining
0: (laughs) 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 but none of this is going yet now this is a, it's too local.
2: Yeah, it is too local and too, and too.
0: I worry local. about that. We, we are recording now. I do worry about that, that our show is too sort of South Florida centric Oh, skewed
2: South, but I feel like, I feel like people who don't know would think, oh, these, they sound like interesting people anyway. It's maybe they want to know who they maybe, are. Maybe, you know? Maybe, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: It's not that it's, I just worry that it's, you know, it's not.
2: And spoiler alert these people they're not that interesting so. <laughs> neither are we <laughs> maybe we make them sound more interesting than right, they even are so. nah, but who some are of them are but talk aren't. about uh, famous people yeah, celebrities yeah, right. no, i mean we, we don't whatever. know celebrities we have local celebrities that we, we talk do. about we
0: do yeah that's the funny thing about south florida is that we're ge- geographically disconnected from the rest of uh, the united, united states we
2: definitely are but i think i've always said i've lived in i grew up in new york i lived in boston i've i've never met a more eccentric group of characters oh, that you yeah. have in South, South Florida, Florida yeah oh, 100% sure. get out
0: so you people who don't
2: it. live in South Florida you know you're, you're you're missing i mean you're not really missing out because some missing. people come
0: here and love it and some people come here and hate it cuz <laughs> oh, yeah. it is very distinct it is distinct that's a just good word. like
2: who uh, just like uh, the, the Stranglers the stranglers yes distinct they are very distinct people <laughs> And we're talking about black and white uh, album that both got me and Barry very, very high. Yes, uh, and and I first heard this
0: record, record um, in probably this one was one of the ones from Nadeem Khan's record collection in Orlando where I saw it and saw the cover and was like, okay, I have to hear that. And then you put the record on and the first song is Tank. Oh, and right. You're like, Okay, sold. So, so now,
2: did Nadim come down from? He's he's from England. So did yeah. he bring his record collection?
0: He must, Yeah, he had to because a lot of the stuff he had, okay. there was no way. That, you were
2: lucky to have a friend like him. Then you I had agree. Like a hip, yeah. little, had hip friend. I hip heard all. The he had the
0: you know he had the metal box, the P.I.L. metal box, with right, the twelve right. inch singles. It Thank this, God for Nadim, or you'd still be
2: listening to Kiss. <laughs>
0: it could be not, not quite that bad, but yeah. There was a lot of things that was in that collection. Right, uh, Glenn Bronca, Lizzie Merced Duclos,
2: oh, a lot okay.
0: of uh, stuff that I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm in.
2: All right, so let's get to the next song on this record, and we're gonna little listen to a little bit of "Hey, Rise of the Robots."
1: Here. Hey, hey what you out there, where do I get? What do you say? They're good workers. They don't get bored. Don't get mad at bosses yet. Bye.
2: Skynet is active. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, totally. The robots are rising. And now, who is that playing saxophone? That's Laura Logic, Laura Logic from... Uh, Essential Logic. Uh, but also, X-Ray, well, we talked about X-Ray, X-ray. Specs, but she did not play on that, right? She was gone already, but right. she's the original uh, sax player. Exactly.
0: And it actually starts off, it sounds like a violin. It's when you, because the tone of it... Oh, is it like, does. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, you're like, right, you're right. But um,
2: uh, it's, yeah, this, uh, this is like a uh, frantic song uh, <laughs> about, about... Industrialization yeah. and And it's great, because it's like, but it's also about the robots sort of turning becoming like like, sort of like humans yeah they're they're gonna want a union soon oil breaks that dead on that's dead dead on on, noon right it's like oil break yeah Uh, you won't have to grease their palms shorter hours longer arms Uh, (laughs) but eventually uh, things go bad Uh, they're good workers they don't get bored don't get mad at bosses yet yet.
0: (laughs) rise rise just watch them rise um uh metal fashioned into man no ticker I could drop a tear yeah um um yeah and okay. a little bit a little bit um with the we're being warned about the rise of artificial intelligence and how we're
2: all going to be out of a job. Right, right. Um, which is which is happening in our lifetime. Uh, so, according, this is the this is the um, reference I was going to bring up earlier. According to JJ Burnell, they had heard uh, Devo already, and this was a ah. result of inspiration. They were actually they felt like Devo was the future of music.
0: What do you know? And
2: they and uh, and and when you think about it, Devo, m- m- how these how uh the stranglers dug into the whole ufo thing and all that devo dug into that de-evolution thing and all that so you can really sort of see the connection and also just the totally out there music but but really good musicians and really uh interesting another
0: um musical influence that crops up on this record especially on the second side is captain oh captain
2: bifard that's right yeah Yeah, um, absolutely um, yeah Hugh,
0: hugh cornwell's guitar he plays a Telecaster, and there's some songs where he's definitely playing and, uh, a Beefheart esque sort yes, of thing. Yeah. And the, there's an arrangement of uh, on a song on the second side that's definitely a result of having, let's do a Captain Beefheart record. Uh, do
2: you want it? I think do it's you the wanna. Do you yeah, want yeah, yeah, sure. it? Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah.
0: It's very Beefheartian. <laughs> Beefheartian. Which is, is that what? Which is, well, <laughs> because when, when uh, we saw, me and Billy Taylor saw The Minutemen in 83. Or eighty four, we yelled out at the stage, "Beefheart," and D yelled yelled back, "Beefheartian." So, that's where that comes from. (laughs) Nerds. Yeah. Oh, come on! (laughs) Uh, In the audience and on the stage too. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely,
2: hundred (laughs) percent. All right, so let's get to the. This is the last song on the white side. Yeah. And this is the epic.
0: Awesome song. The
2: epic Toiler on the. I wish we could just play this whole song, but let's listen to uh, a little of Toiler on the Sea.
1: Took her overseas, she left her hold unlocked I had to find a dock I was a toiler on the sea, I was a toiler on the sea, I was a toiler on the sea, I was a toiler on the sea. the sea, I was a toiler, on the sea, I was a toiler, on the sea, I was a toiler, on the sea.
2: This it's got like this epic uh, intro, uh, but it's so it's such a good song. And this actually, so uh, JJ Burnell actually brought in the music. He had this whole okay. musical piece. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then you uh, Cornwall <laughs> wrote the lyrics, and they're partially. Did, did you read about what they're partially inspired by?
0: I've I've always guessed. Well, it's like Ulysses plus like an S and M,
2: right? I'll, okay, it's part Ulysses, but also partly he had just got had a very bad holiday with a, a Japanese lady friend in. Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> so they sort of he sort of plays with the ship woman du- duality. When yeah, right. he says she, he could be talking about a the ship, ship, but he's also talking, talking about, about this woman. poor Japanese lady friend who they had apparently they had a very bad holiday in Morocco.
0: Um, we didn't use cruel words to navigate cruel seas. The wind was biting hard at times. I had to scream. I was a toiler on the sea. I was a toiler on the sea. <laughs> And when we reached the land, we went aground on the rocks, became a wreck in the sand, became a home for a flock. A
2: flock of what? Barry? A flock of
0: seagulls. Uh, and this and, is where and the, uh, the name comes from. Yeah, flock of um, seagulls. Uh,
2: uh, I love I love just thinking of these guys listening to this record and going, let's call it, our band a, a flock, flock of, of seagulls.
0: seagulls. But it also you can read it either way because it also works as m- mythical epic.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. story it is about epic, someone yeah.
0: um, going to a foreign land and fighting, uh, just like the Vikings would fight, right. and then returning the home. Fought with the aliens. Um, where's the line about the children? The children. Um, we we ventured overland, fought with the aliens. The young ones used their hands, pointed the way to a flock, a flock of seagulls. Um, then we retraced our steps, rebuilt the woman's ship. I took her back up north. I lost her in the fog. Yeah,
2: so the girl, so he lost her. That, that girl's guy gone. That is <laughs> gone. Yeah, I was a toiler on the sea.
0: It's a, And musically, it's it's a, it's perfect. It's oh, a, my
2: God. And it's so, when you listen to it, it's like, it's kind of prog.
0: A little bit, right? Because yes, it it's, it's got this intro section that definitely is specifically, it's not like, it's, it's sort of like, the beginning of a
2: movie. Right. It's, it, uh, but it's the stranglers. It's so perfectly yeah, the stranglers. it is. It's it, like, how many bands are like that? that so if you go this? to
0: allmusic.com and you look at the review of this, the guy who reviewed it gives it two and a half stars and basically says, oh, it's just a rehash of their earlier records and the other <laughs> records were better. There's nothing Philistine. on Philistine. The, <laughs> there's nothing on their earlier records that's really like any of this record. It's- The earlier records are full of songs that are catchy and funny and snide – and like right, I feel right. like a wog, and um you know the song called. But this
2: mm-hmm. isn't a rehash of them; it's a total just <coughs> <laughs> leap it, leap forward it, from them.
0: Exactly, and so it, it, it is a transitional record in that it's um you know they went from this to the Raven, very much a concept album about one thing, right, right, and then to a Gospel according, according to Men in Black. Black,
2: total concept So record,
0: yeah. But this isn't a you know like I, I, you can't go wrong with this album; it's fantastic. Right. This
2: album's full of great
0: songs. In fact, so that, much and, so, and so
2: that I wrote a nasty. Review of I Barry I'm, did. It's up there. You could see it. And a lot of people agreed with your and said, nasty rebuttal. And I said, you have
0: no idea what you're talking about.
2: Right. Dude. So this this record is full of great songs, and that, that review by that guy is full of shit. <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> All right, let's flip this record over, and now we're on the black side. Definitely. This is the terrifying side. It is. And this is a terrifying song. The first <laughs> song on here is called Curfew. Curfew.
0: So In a very news. convincing um, sort of newscast way it's presented.
2: It is. You know what this reminds me of? It's like a more terrifying, uh, terrifying version of Life During Wartime, that uh, Talking head song.
0: Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> the enemy has cut down all the power. London, south of the Thames, is invaded. Westminster is razed down to the ground. The government, the government has, has fled. fled for Scotland today. Yeah. Um, it becomes black and white. Is it true what they say? They turn the day into night. Black and white becomes.
2: Yeah, and he doesn't actually say gray, but black. and, and but becomes, becomes gray. gray of and course. this is JJ singing this, and he's he, this is like a perfect song for him to sing because it's very sinister sounding and like sort of terrifying, right? It is, and and, 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 it, it, and they also throw in that weird time signature. It's well, and like, it's got, you talk about the Devo
0: thing too—that synthesizer run. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's total Devo, right? It's very Devo. And how would they have heard Devo?
2: They've heard because Devo was around early and they were, you know, and they had think singles. About it. Yeah, okay. And and these guys are into already weird things true, yeah. and that's Devo. Yeah, so, true. yeah, I'm sure they. I, I
0: just think, I guess the first album hadn't come out, but probably they heard singles, you know. Uh, right, um, right, yeah. Jocko Homo and. Um,
2: yeah, and they said, what's all this lot? What's this about? <laughs> what's this about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this um, is great, great song. Stay in your homes, be off the streets by
0: nightfall. Yeah. Germany failed to protect all borders had grown soft with the American dream the men from the steppes delivered their vacuum a new kind of freedom freedoms of chain maybe I'll, find, maybe I'll find love when there's nothing to do um, it's, uh, there's a little bit of 1984 in there too of uh, the uh, sort of the guy um, who goes wandering in, the, the protagonist goes wandering in the streets and meets the uh, meets the, uh, the prostitute
2: we're living it right now <laughs>
0: you know no shit <laughs> um, But we digress forgotten, I had briefly forgotten about, oh, to bring t- about today's uh, events
2: Alright, speaking of, so the feeling we're having now is probably uh, akin to this next song here Which is called Threaten Death music but but yeah. uh, it's so awesome well they also this the story with this record was
0: the first two records were were songs they had written in advance right
2: right so and this was the first one where they, they actually had had run to out write, of material yeah and they had and to come up they with had to material. come up with
0: new material
2: so JJ he, th- these are his lyrics and he said uh one night I went out with some people and they had Opinions about everything He said <laughs> They were too opinionated And I thought If it doesn't threaten you What's the point of having A, a fucking opinion About something If it doesn't threaten you
0: So yeah, He might have a point there. Right? Yeah, yeah So
2: that's kind of What the song is um, about
0: uh, yeah. I don't And But what's happening In the background Oh at the end The, the four lines at the end um, Man killed by industry Man killed by luxury Man killed by falling tree Man killed by sanity, and then <laughs> and then yeah. This, see, this is the
2: strangler's of, absurdist uh, nihilism. This yeah. is the absurdist
0: part of Bring it. Bring me a piece of my mummy. Bring she was quite close, close to me. She she was me. Was so he closes out with this like two lines that you're like, "What? Right? The what fu- the fuck?"
2: And it's creepy it, as hell. It is because the way he sings it is totally creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's um,
0: <laughs> he, it brings the whole thing. It, it, it's great. Yeah, it is it's great. great. Great song.
2: I love that. And then this. Oh my god, this next one. That bait just. Listen to the bass at the beginning <laughs> of this song. This is another like just,
0: uh, and this is the the, the Beefheart sort of. Yes, uh,
2: this is the Beefheart one. This is the definitely the uh, Beefheart influence. Let's and, listen. And uh,
0: uh, Hugh Cornwell actually went on to make a record with Captain Beefheart's drummer Robert Williams. Oh, so, okay, yeah, okay,
2: yeah. nice. All right, let's listen to a little of Do You Wanna? Seen it. Is, uh, that's uh, that's the keyboard player. That's Dave Greenfield, Dave Greenfield singing. singing in that uh, one. Okay. Yeah, which is a big creep. Apparently, he's got the creepiest voice out yeah. of all.
0: Of well, he's um <laughs> he's and he's just singing about. Now, who wrote the lyrics? Is this? Uh,
2: Jay. I don't know. I think uh, I think they said this was more like sort of like a free association oh, thing. Okay. this was like kind of a jam they did. Um, by the way, that sound JJ's sound. Did you read the but part of part of it? They said was because he had this massive bass cabinet, with the speakers were blown out of it, and that's why <laughs> I think it's, that might that, originally be true. Sound. I think
0: that he also just played through a Marshall or something like Lemmy, and yeah. he got that gr- grinding. Gritty uh, oh God, zoom.
2: yeah. Um, yeah, that, so Dave Greenfield is singing this. Uh, Do you want to marry a lumberjack? Do you want to <laughs> freeze to death? Do you want to be a
0: beauty queen? It's about it's about desires, um, like these all these desires that people have. Right? Do you right. want to marry a company director? Do you want to go to work? Do you want to be a beauty queen and rule the and kingdom? Do you want to marry money? Do you want to marry? Your, you want to use your body? Do you want to stay at home on the all range?
2: Okay, but they also throw in the thing about the prisoners. Let out all the prisoners cuz that's, that's a, a jubilee. jubilee. <laughs> they were actually really big on prisoners' rights yes. and everything. They were big on that. And especially I, after they went to jail. Well, did you, <laughs> the funny thing I but read I
0: think cuz didn't Cornwall go to jail for a
2: pot? Well, at one time I found this cuz I look if you if you google the Stranglers prison. Oh, okay. <laughs> At one time, they, they played Nice University. Uh, he said, uh, this is J.J. Burnell saying, we played Nice University and unknowingly walked into a war between the students and the authorities <laughs> who wouldn't let us use any of the PowerPoints on campus. So we had to, they had to run cords to a generators outside. But then every time they they try and start playing, the power would go. So finally, they said, we're really sorry. Just remember, it's not our fault. <laughs> and it ended up, there was a riot and they arrested oh all of them and they for, put for them all the in jail for Causing the riot And uh, yeah They were um, facing 10 years in prison But they had to settle They, they ended up with A split between them And the university They had to settle to get, uh, <sighs> to get out of that
0: Do you want to blow your mind? Do you want to blow your hymen? Do you want to blow exams? Do, do you want to fix my, my muffler? muffler? <laughs> it's got <laughs> a hole in it
2: Yeah, so that's uh, That's what the episode. You know <laughs> They always they, they throw in these things That just sound Like a lot of these things uh, Especially on the earlier records Wouldn't fly today Oh no but but it,
0: it I was is, listening to a song today. Oh my god, yeah, especially that first <laughs> on the way home. Well, This was on the second record <laughs> of oh, uh, Bring on one. the New Biles. Oh
2: yeah, Bring on the New Biles. Yeah, yeah, that Yeah, let me let me fuck
0: you fuck you let me and there's that's not the worst lyric in the song. Um but they're but they're being
2: arched. They're being snide. They're they are being, and uh, Absurdist, and you have to they take are. it. Yeah, you can't. You obviously, you're not taking it at, at total face value, and they're also enjoying it's almost like they're enjoying the oh, fact poking that the they won- know. hornet's nest. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, you definitely. They love, they love that.
0: They're yeah. like, Oh, you want to be punk? How about this? Here, what if I said this? <laughs>
2: right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Does that annoy you? So, so this side, I feel like side two, the black side, is more of JJ's sort of yeah, yeah, dark for sure. side. yeah.
0: And this next song, oh, death, this is. <laughs> absolutely stunning. It
2: is. And this is his, this is something that he was upset, this guy, Yukio. Uh, let's just listen to a little of Death and Night and Love. Love. <laughs>
0: My favorite line oh, on the record. Hey, little baby, don't you lean down low. Your brain's exposed and it's starting to show your rotten thoughts. Yuck. <laughs>
2: I know, and listen to this. And but the rest saying,
0: of the song is about this, like, um, it's the, a right, Mishima. Yukio Mishima. Mishima,
2: Yuki Mishima, who eventually committed suicide, suicide yes. by Harry Harikari. But supposedly he was really a homosexual, but it was a repressed, repressed homosexual. homosexual. He
0: was a, kind of a little bit of a fascist. Yes, he was,
2: uh, yeah, right. And then I was sort of saying, I will decide to use my body as, as my a we- weapon, weapon and my statement. Yeah, and that's something J.J. Brunel was into, like, uh, bodybuilding and into doing uh, martial arts. So yeah. he definitely bought into a lot of this stuff. This is real. How could you say this isn't punk rock? I know. A, it's not just, the slag on The Clash at all. I love The Clash. They're course, one of my favorite too. bands. But what's more punk? I'm so bored in the, with the USA or this, or this, Death at Night and Blood. Right.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> this home, is more punk home rock. Home is a black leather jacket fitting sweetly to, to my, my brain. brain um i will force my body to be my weapon and, and my, my statement. statement
2: that's very <laughs> uh, that make, and then they're singing it makes me death and uncomfortable
0: he, and he's singing death and night and blood it's like uh, he knows that 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 fascist imagery of of um you know I'll, here what was i i was attracted to a night torchlight parade and there i came that's, yeah. yeah. He definitely is talking about, you know, fascism and the way that makes you feel. Right. And that sort of belonging to a group of.
2: And that's also another thing because they were also accused of being like fascist and things, which they, they, were accused they weren't, of obviously. Every, they yeah, were exactly. Of- yeah, they were. Yeah.
0: If you could be accused of it, the Stranglers were accused of it.
2: Right. It's true. It's true. Um, but wait, Barry, what is, what's that, what's that in the shadows? <laughs> in <Is> that- <laughs> the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of creepy, yeah. Let's yeah. listen to a little of In the Shadows. talked about jet black's drumming uh that oh much on this but fantastic. he's yeah he's, in, he's a drummer. really fantastic uh drummer he
0: locks in with the gro- the groove he's, he's either locking in with the jj or he's locking in with dave greenfield
2: right right exactly and uh yeah just really great and also you could definitely hear captain b fart stuff in this, totally. in this as yes. well. yeah yes
0: it's uh, um it's creepy as, <laughs> as fuck. It, 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 they're very convincing yeah and maybe maybe the Maybe that's the thing. It's like, okay, you remember when people saw um, Blair Witch Project? And some people, like, I saw it and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that's, that, that scared, scared the shit, shit out, of out of me, too. me. <laughs> And then there were people who were like, oh, no, that was bullshit, man. Right. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like you either you either get it, and you
2: either buy the you sort of buy it. You either or, buy into it or you or just or say, like, oh, that eh, Those
0: guys are dumb and fuck them. They're idiots, you know. Yes. Um, but I do, you know, for me, this clicks. Totally, it's a great record.
2: I feel like they do. I feel like they commit to it. It's not I just when yeah, they're singing yeah, it. Right, yeah.
0: yeah, they're they're um, they were. You know, the when there was four guys, those four guys together, it was a fifth person—the Stranglers. You they know? were
2: into the whole theory of like the Men in Black and stuff, and they sort of embraced they that did. darkness. Yeah, right. They, they weren't they just like that. They weren't <laughs> fucking around. Right, right. Yeah, um, and, and, the, and, you know, and, and and they realized, and, and it's all art to them. It's art. They were making art, but they yeah. were very—I love reading about them. They—they they were uncompromising in what they would do. Yeah. I remember uh, I, in the in the Gospel According to Men in Black, they had a song, uh, two, spot, two sunspots on there, which right. actually kind of catchy right. and the record label says eh, you know you if you redid the solo there and made it sound more like a guitar solo that could probably be a hit and he said
0: no, fuck off you know I'm no, not doing nope. that nope that's so, why they yeah. were on United Artist Records instead right. of like
2: <laughs> uh, yeah because they just at the end of the day they, they knew what they wanted to do they wanted to do and and they are great they made brilliant brilliant records what you're making a oh, really what weird place fuck
0: the fuck is this insecure update error <sighs> Hold on. All right. Okay. So we had a little technical um, glitch. Yeah, it was scary. What, how, how odd that we're, we're talking about the stranglers. Yeah, and we had a little un, un, something that's never happened before, weird dialogue that popped up and wouldn't go away. Yeah. So, and then I, I this book that we got, The Phil Knight Strangled Identity Status and Structure, Identity Status, Structure and the Stranglers. Um, there's a little pa- passage in here about a, uh, a gentleman named Frederick Ted Holliday who um, investigated um, phenomena such as the Loch Ness Monster. Um, as outlined in books such as The Dragon and the Disc, he slowly became convinced that the Loch Ness Monster, along with other denizens of what he called, quote, the Phantom Menagerie, such as the Yeti, the mystery big cats of the English home countries, and extraterrestrials, were not real creatures, but what he called "thought forms, manifestations of the human collective unconscious, ...that have a tendency to form when highly charged, certain highly charged individuals, locations are uh, visited by particularly sensitive individuals. Holiday, who claimed to have seen the monster on several occasions, regarded, the, regarded these manifestations as being irretrievably evil, the product of the more grotesque aspect of whatever unknown power organizes the universe. So, um,
2: <laughs> of course, this guy's a weird strangler. <laughs> well, that's what he—that's ta-
0: what he talks about in the book. Is that the reason they—they that they, they, they tap into that, and that's why they're—they they did not have the sort of um, acclaim that you know, yeah, some of our other um, groups did. Is because there, there's that um, that little weirdness in there that right. gets at you.
2: All right, so let's get. This is the final song on the record, and they're asking the question. Do you have enough time?
0: Do you have enough time?
1: What's gonna happen when the sky goes
0: black? What will you do when the sea comes
1: back? if there's no way you're moving back What well, when your face falls apart Have you got enough time? Have you got enough time? Have you got enough time? You're drifting out like a child who's lost Uh, Another
2: song about time. Ah, yes, right. And there's a song
0: about time on their previous album as well. They seem to be there's a fascination with the um, that particular quality of the universe that's um, baffles uh, um, even the most um, the the most the smartest is time seems to be a um, something that's very difficult to uh, for to quantify. You can quantify it with a clock. But to figure out um, what's actually what's how it actually works. Right. Is very difficult.
2: What's going to happen when the sky turns black? (laughs) What will you do when the sea comes back? Yeah. What what if there's no way of moving back? Yeah. What when your face falls apart, Barry? Yeah. Well, that's what he says. (laughs) you you got got enough time?
0: When the sea comes back, he's talking about the fact that, you know, England, all this stuff, where we are especially, was underwater for most of its existence and will return to being underwater probably sooner rather than later. Right. Um, There's no way to... You know, no turn. There's you can't. You, time only goes in one direction. There is no, <laughs> there is no time travel. Yeah. You can't go
2: back. So it's bleak, a very bleak, hopeless. And uh, but musically, did you hear? Especially, uh, there's a sequence. Is that that's it like is. a sequence? Yeah, like beginning. a
1: little,
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very. It's just. It's it's just
0: crazy. It's just so. And it also. A lot of the things on this on this record, or the, the Stranglers, they get, people pinched various parts of their sound for various other... Um,
2: oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: But, but this is the raw sort of cauldron where it emerges, and that's what's problematic right, about it. Is, yeah. Other people took this and made it into, uh, you know, things that were more palatable or more easily digestible, where this is more just like, you know, the, the raw meat
2: yeah. Right. Now, one more thing about this last song. You know, there's, there's Morse code at the end of it. You the boop, 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 boop. That's actually oh, Morse really? code. Do you know what that? I it have it no actually idea. it reads. It's they're actually doing Morse code there, and it reads S O S. This is Planet Earth. We are fucked. Please <laughs> advise.
0: Please advise. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, and for, for uh, forty one years out. I would say, you know, that's that that signals forty-one light years out, and nobody has gotten it yet.
2: Yeah, we are fucked. Please we advise. Are fucked.
0: Please <laughs> advise.
2: <laughs> All right, so man, uh, what a great record! I'm glad we finally got Agreed. to do that record. All right, and not, I feel
0: like that was the one we didn't need a guest on because you and I are, No fuck we, the guest. Yeah, yeah, we don't need that.
2: Uh Russell we were going to do an, another record with Russell but we'll do it uh it'll come up. We'll we'll bring Russell in eventually when he's not going to like a banjo, banjo camp, camp or Not
0: that there's a anything wrong no. with banjo camp. All right. Um so but we we'll, we will make sure of that if not what well, We'll be doing something else. Yeah, we'll be doing something <laughs>
2: else. All right. So once again, don't forget, go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash trgmh. Become a patron of the show. Me and Barry would really appreciate it. We would. We, uh, we love doing it. We're going to do it no matter what, you know. But uh, we do appreciate all our patrons. And uh,
0: and we a fun. lot of times use it to buy equipment because we had a broken piece of equipment tonight. That we, we do. Were,
2: we're, we're clumsy. We break shit a lot. we well, like, not only just clu- tonight, we dropped the mic.
0: It's then, not only that we're clumsy. It's that we have some, some of our equipment is rather... Um, cheap and cheap, manufactured, yeah, because manufactured cheap. Uh, not to last.
2: Yeah, there you go. All right, so once again, uh, where that record got me high, that's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Well, I don't really care if it's wrong or if it's right but until my ship comes in I live nice bye